Hello, welcome to Footnotes from a Madman. I am your host, Robert Wallace. Today is, uh, what is the date today? Damn, it is 11-18, November 18. So uh, Thanksgiving is next week. Um, We are at episode 64. Uh, I'm actually going to take you guys on the road with me because I'm going to run to the casino and then I'm going to meet some friends for a beer. I'll tell you all about it in just a minute. So, I'll be getting in the car and stuff. Oh, man. Shoot, I have to take the trash cans in. <laughs> so, you guys are going to be with me for my uh, for my bringing in of my, doing my chores, bringing in my trash cans. <laughs> um, you know, it's crazy that somebody was calling me out on a couple of things for on my trip. All right, you're going to hear my garage door opening here. All right. Um, they were saying something about that they've been to the Wallace Monument or something and it didn't seem it didn't seem as tall as what I was saying. Some shit like that. Anyways, like user like let's see, user 136847 I don't know. He couldn't even put his name. That's the funny part. Or they couldn't even put their name. Anyway, I was saying something about the Wallace Monument being like 150 or 180 feet tall. And they're like, uh, yeah, I don't think I said tall, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I looked at, I looked it up and it's actually 220 feet tall. So y'all can suck my dick. <laughs> anyway, um... I know, I'm being an ass, sorry. Uh, and then something about the Fraser Suites being not as close to the cathedral as I was saying. And they're saying something about I need to get my measurements correct or something. Anyway, um, so I looked that one up. And honestly, um, the Fraser Suites is about 100 meters from the cathedral and about, I don't know, 50 or 55 meters away from the street where we saw uh, the queen. So we were very, very close. Uh, I don't know why they were making a big deal about that. People give me dicks. So anyway, so there you go, user or whatever number I said, you're welcome. Um, I'm glad I could straighten that out for you, dickhead. Um, anyway, so that's that. Um, I didn't really have much that I wanted to talk about. Uh, I did notice that Donald Trump is running again. Not sure that's a good idea. You know, the people that ran on this whole um stole the election platform most of them lost some of them won but most of them lost so the republicans are getting kind of stupid they really needed to move away from trump and his bullshit um and i think a lot of them did towards the last month or so of their campaigns but some of them held that bitch to the end and they went down um, a couple of them just barely won and I think uh, 
that Trump is so egotistical that he's not realizing his time has passed. He had his chance. He had his four years. Um, he accomplished a few things. Um, but his ego won't let him realize that his time is, is done. There's absolutely no way that people are going to vote for him. There will be some, of course. So, unfortunately, that ends up guaranteeing that the next president's going to be a Democrat. Because, I don't know. I would like to see DeSantis run. I would really like to see DeSantis run. I don't think he will. But um, that guy, I think he is smart and he's on the money. That's some of his stuff that he has been pushing. I guess there's been um, legal backlash and things like that where they're saying that his laws can't go through. You know, they're not unconstitutional, but whatever they call it. Um, and so they're saying that some of the shit he just can't do. Um, so we'll see. The thing I'm having trouble with, seriously, I'm backing up. The thing I'm having trouble with, seriously, is that that Laura Trump or whoever the fuck it was gets on the TV and tells DeSantis. You shouldn't run. This isn't a good idea. Um, it's not for the weak. Blah, blah, blah. And then I hear that he's been getting like death threats and shit from... From some of the Trump... Trumpets. <laughs> Trumpets. <laughs> from the, all the thumpster, Trumpster assholes that... I guess they've been threatening. So... I'm not sure why... The Department of Justice isn't kind of looking into the fact that she sort of openly put a target on his back. Um, I think that's some bullshit. So I'm not sure Trump has been a good addition to the political arena. And again... Some of the things he did, I support. Um, but all around, I'm not sure that he was a good idea. And I'm, I don't even know if they're going to be able to vote for him or run. Because with the two impeachments, I don't know if he's... Um, eligible so I guess we'll find out um, kind of kind of crazy the whole thing is kind of crazy um, I saw that that something lake is it Carrie Lake in Arizona she is kind of funny in that she's calling out Arizona basically saying the people are lame um and then turning around and wanting them to vote for her. And then she's all pissed off that they're not voting for her. And calling them lame again. 
So that's kind of funny. I guess Bobert or Bobert or whatever is. They're still counting of hers. She had a lead, and now I guess it's dwindling. Um. Margaret Taylor something or other, whatever her name is, the crazy bitch. I guess she got reelected. She's a she's a mouthy bitch. Um, and I could see why her and her husband got divorced. He probably divorced her ass, but I don't know that 100%. <laughs> I'm going to make an assumption. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I could handle that around my house 24-7. Holy shit. Um, and then fucking Pelosi got no problem no problem I guess her constituents absolutely love her I'm like what the fuck is the matter with you people of course it is San Francisco so it makes it pretty it makes it easier to see um, but she's not the majority leader anymore that's awesome and I guess she's going to step back from some of her duties and then she's not going to seek re-election I heard that recently so that's nice we're going to get away from that bullshit everything that she spews out of her fucking mouth is bullshit it's amazing I can see how she'd be anti-Trump and I can see how they'd clash and whatever but he was bullshit on the Republican side and she was bullshit on the Democratic side she's benefited from off our backs for for decades off the taxpayers back and I'm getting sick of it but honestly there are very few politicians that aren't getting rich off of our backs so um, and it's so hard to know that our taxes are going up and we're paying more and more in taxes and then we're just handing hundreds of billions of dollars to other countries it's like, oh, we got to raise our taxes so that we can give more money away. I don't, I don't understand it. You know, it's like, sure, we're a, a wealthy country. We do very well for ourselves. But how much better could we do for ourselves if we actually concentrated on ourselves? You know, it's get out the old self-help book. You need to help yourself. You need to look out for yourself. You need to do things for yourself to make yourself better. You can't just do everything for everybody else. You wear yourself out. I mean, it's, it's you know, self-care 101. And that, as a country, we have to do that. Um, so, anyways, with that, I'm going to let you know that I'm seeking election. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that yet. So I am considering, I have talked to my wife about it several times and she pulls her hair out because she thinks I'd be an awful politician because I just say what the fuck I'm thinking and I'm not really concerned if you like it or don't. You know, it's like some people are going to appreciate it. Some aren't, you know, um, I don't know. Some people appreciate honesty. Some people don't appreciate honesty. I guess it depends on what you're saying to them as to whether they appreciate it or not. Um, I think things could be better with somebody who comes in straight talking. And that is one of the things that I liked about Trump. But he's delusional and egotistical and couldn't get past his self-righteousness and his 
one-upness. Um, and so, you know, just too big of an ego to actually do what needed to be done well. Anyways, so, I mean, I've considered it, and I, and I still might. I still might run for... Uh, I don't know if I would do mayor. I don't know. Maybe a supervisor, county supervisor. Um, anyway, so, yeah. Things things that I think about from time to time. Uh, I'm checking out the uh, NFL. Tom Brady. He uh, gets divorced because he can't fucking give up his career. And he's not doing that well. Kind of sad. Um, you know, I feel bad. I, then come to find out, I guess they've been living kind of separate lives for the past six, eight, ten years, however long it's been. A bunch of gossip stuff you can read about. But, you know, it's like Tom Brady says it's like a military deployment. Um Whereas, you know, they go off and they kind of do their thing. And it's true without all the death and destruction. But, I mean, let's face it. They go off and, you know, they're gone for four or five months. They may be home for a week. They might even be home for two weeks. Um, And then you're off again for for two weeks or three weeks or a month where you're doing all these road trips and you're not coming back home. You're gone for that whole time. And so, um, you know, you're kind of away from your family and away from things that are going on. And I could see how it'd be easy for for you and your spouse to grow apart, you know, um, during that time and especially doing that for... They've been married since, what, 2009? So, um, and she's felt, you know, like she's put her life on hold for this. And then he retired and then unretired. So here's the thing that I wonder. Did he unretire because he missed it? Or did he unretire because he was going to do it for the family but then he realized that this shit ain't going to happen and that we're going to probably get a divorce anyway. And so why am I giving up my career for a wife that's going to leave my ass? You know what I mean? He may have realized that. It's like he took some time off, tried to save it, whatever. But from what everybody's saying, if it really is true that... I mean, it, it's not usually... Like a one and done, you know. It's not like he says, oh, "I'm going to retire," and he says, "Oh, I'm not going to retire." And she goes, "I'm leaving your ass. You're a, you're an idiot." That's probably not how that shit went down. Um. Now, could they have probably worked at it if he didn't unretire? They probably would have had a better chance, but that might have been the last straw. But at the same time, he might have just seen the writing on the wall and just said, "I don't want to retire," and. You know, she wants me to be a house husband or whatever. And he's like, this is fucking stupid. I'm not doing this. And so then she says, well, then we're done. Uh, So it's hard to say. But anyway, so he's having a mediocre year. So it's kind of sad. You know, and I I feel bad. I think they were a a cute couple and what have you. 
Um, and then I see <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers is playing worse shit this year. Kind of crazy. Um, I think he had a chip on his shoulder last year. The Packer organization has not done a ton to support Rodgers as far as getting him in uh, good receivers. They usually will draft, and so then he's often playing with rookies or people, you know, who have been there a year or two. Next year, he'd probably do better because he will have, you know, created some chemistry with these guys. But he's trying to call out people saying they're not doing shit like they're supposed to. And they're kind of going, dude, if you would have fucking come to to mini camps and the OTAs, we might have built some chemistry. So it's on you just as much as it is on us. So there's a little bit of strife in the Packers and they're calling out his bullshit. And, uh, you know, I, I think that he's, um, he, if he doesn't retire this year, he has lost a fuck ton of value. I don't, he thought he was going to, you know, parade around and show the Packers that, oh yeah, I've, I've got everybody looking at me, which they were last year, you know, and then he comes back this year and he's playing like dog shit. That's one of the things that I feel like Tom Brady was able to pull off in that he had very few well-known receivers. Um, it's just not something... I don't know why. He wasn't taking a fuck ton, ton of money. He was giving money back to the organization in order for them to bring in some players. But you go through the years and years and years of his receivers, and these guys were not... Most of them were not big-time before they started playing with Tom. They brought in some. Randy Moss. Uh, you know, but Randy Moss was kind of at the end of his career. I mean, he still did well. I mean, don't get me wrong. He still he was a great receiver, and he still did well there. But he was more towards the end of his career. Um, you know, so Brady kind of brought these guys up and made them look good. And I just think how much better he would have been had he had top-notch receivers. Um, You know, they did pretty well, but they weren't top-notch. They weren't, you know, top of the the stack, top of the heap. So then you go back to Aaron Rodgers, kind of same scenario, but he's not spending the time getting to know his players um, and building chemistry with them like Tom Brady was. Granted, this last year he didn't, but... That guy was going to every team, everything, to get to know his receivers and get to know his players and spending time with them on and off the field. Aaron Rodgers doesn't do that. Didn't do that, doesn't do that. Um, And when they don't have the chemistry on the field, then he whips out his dick and starts peeing, saying, it's not my fault, it's all your problem. You know, marking his territory like, I'm this shit and, and it's your fault. Um... He's a shitty leader, um, and I don't think that he is um, 
I don't know that he's going to be playing next year. I think that it's possible that the Packers are going to be like, we're done, dude. And they may cut him and just move on. Um, Now, that's a statement that probably isn't going to happen. I'd say that off off the cuff. The Packers are not going to let what used to be a top quarterback go for nothing. They'll bench him. They'll sit him around, and then they'll then they'll um, they'll put him out to see. You know, they'll put him on the market to see what they can get for him. Um, that's similar to like what uh, Atlanta did with um, what the fuck's his name, Ryan, Matt Ryan. So you know, they're just like, okay, we're done with this shit. We're done with your horse shit. We don't think you're the leader. We don't think you're as good as you used to be. We're going to sit you down. You don't get to go to the free agency and go to the free market and try to get everything you want. Um, now we're going to fuck you in the ass and we're done with this shit. Uh, so you sit him on the bench and then if some, and, and then you see if you can um, trade him for something. Um, so I have a feeling that is going to end up being what happens next year. I'll be shocked. I will be truly shocked if Aaron Rodgers is the starting quarterback next year. As much as he bitches and moans and groans and the team hasn't been bringing in top-notch receivers to help him out, I think they have basically signaled that they're done with him. So, uh, you know, interesting predicament. We'll see what happens. Um, Let's take 10 seconds here. The other thing that I saw recently that I find really intriguing is that there was a player I don't know his name. I don't remember what team he's on. Blah, blah, blah. I read all of it. I'm not at home to look it up. I can't give you the, the all of the facts. But um, apparently he was running a play. He ran out of bounds um, and wasn't able to really like stop himself quickly or whatever and ran up on the... What are those things that cover the cords and all that stuff? They're not carpets, but whatever that was that basically just covers up the cords and the cables and stuff for the televisions and whatever, for the cameras and whatever. I guess one of those, I'm going to call them carpets. One of those carpets rolled up and he um, twisted and he tore his ACL. So now he's out for the season and the team cut him. So now he is suing the NFL. He is suing the stadium. It was not a home game. He's suing the stadium and he's suing ESPN. And I'm like, good for you because that dude, he may not get his career back. He may, uh, even if he does, he may not get the top money that he would have gotten. it's tough to come back from a torn ACL. He may never be the quality that he was. And I think that um, 
the NFL does not really take care of its players, even even injuries on the field. They don't take care of their players. They use them up and spit them out. And I love I love seeing the fact that this player just decided that I am going to sue all of you motherfuckers. I mean, let's face it. You know, the NFL is okay with all these carpets and all these cables and all this shit being right next to the field. Um, you know, the stadium hasn't really made a, a big deal about taking care of this. And then ESPN, it's all their cables and all their bullshit out there. It could have been any television channel or, you know, company or whatever, but it happened to be, what, Monday Night Football. So it was ESPN. Um, and he's just like, you all contributed to an unsafe work environment. Now, you know, um, he took on the players um, association or whatever it's called and just said they haven't negotiated this very well and they're not actually um, looking out for their players. So he called out the players union. So that was pretty cool. Um, But he's just basically saying you guys don't give a shit. You, you allowed this unsafe condition to happen. Um, prove me wrong. And he's going to go to court and um, see what happens. I mean, he, he could get a shit ton of money. He could get nothing. Um, they're gonna, I'm sure they're going to push for the arbitration. That's something that the NFL really uses to avoid um, going into the court system but also to avoid paying huge amounts of money when you do negotiation even if you win you rarely get much so they use that against whoever is suing them or you know what have you so I think this is going to be really cool it's going to be very interesting um, to find out what happens Um, The other thing that's going on is that um, the justice, um, the attorney general or whatever for Washington, D.C. area, he's he's done some kind of indictment against the NFL and Dan Snyder of the Washington Commanders now. saying that you know there was a big cover up they're trying to to pull in all this information when they when they brought in the independent person to look through all of their records and everything to find out what exactly was going on with the commanders and all their leadership with that sexual harassment stuff and what have you um you know they brought all that out and then the attorney general was kind of like, okay, this shit's out here. So now we want to know how long did Dan Schneider know this shit was going on? It wasn't fully him. Some of it was, but not fully. So, so then they said, and how long had, did the NFL know that this shit was going on? And how much did they have to do with the fact that this wasn't coming out? As in, they were covering it up helping Dan Schneider cover it up so it wasn't getting out there. So this is going to directly have to do with Goodell um, 
and again, this shit's probably going to be some kind of arbitration or whatever, but the information is going to get out there and the, everybody's going to be able to see how much Goodell had to do with the cover-up. Um, so this is going to be the end of Dan Schneider for sure. He's going to be forced to sell the commanders. Um, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be a billionaire after that. Um, this also is probably going to be the end of Goodell. His reign of terror is going to be finished. Um, and I think even more, it's just bringing out how much the NFL doesn't care about domestic violence, um, treating women shitty, um, you know, all those kinds of things. They just haven't been forthcoming with the information and they haven't been proactive with stopping this stuff. They've just kind of accepted that, you know, uh, not all, but sort of this overlaying thing that happens um, with sports figures is that they tend to be um, huge egos, a little bit uh, not <laughs> uh, unviolent with women. I don't know exactly how to say it. Fuck, I'm trying to be politically correct, but there can there is an element to sports where guys are guys and they don't give a shit about girls or women um you know and they treat them like shit and they use them for sex objects whatever and and this is something that happens when you are uh, these alpha males or you call yourself these alpha males and uh, Goodell has not done enough to combat that so anyways that uh, is part of what's going on it's going to be very interesting um, to see where this leads um, <clears throat> so just on a on the last quick note this isn't going to be very long today but uh, the last quick note I'm heading to the the casino the, one of the Indian casinos near us my wife has figured out something that is pretty cool and that probably a shit ton of people already know, but we didn't. Um, so we would play, we would go and, and gamble, um, and you get a player's card and you just, you know, gamble and they keep track. Well, then they start sending you free offers and they start sending you free play. And the more you gamble, then the more free play you get. So... My wife has gambled a little bit more than I do, so she gets, she's been getting better benefits than me. But on a weekly basis, they have been giving her, I don't know, let's say roughly $50 a week um, in free play. And she'd go and play it and then come home and then go and play it and come home. Well, then she started realizing, she noticed that it tracks down on the bottom it's you know so if you get $50 of free play and you play um, uh, a slot machine 
that is $1 per bet, doesn't matter the lines, it doesn't matter all that, if it ends up equaling $1, then you get to play 50 times. Um, And so if you play 50 times, you may lose or you may win. So what she's been doing is that she will track, it'll track for you that you've hit it 50 times and it'll tell you, know, and then you see how much is still in your account. If it's, or in your little credits there, it's 35 or 50, or if you've been winning it's 75 or 90 or whatever, my wife's been cashing that out and taking it. So if she hits the button 50 times and she ends up with $35, she cashes that out. She just quote unquote made $35 from from the casino because that $50 was not cash, it's free play, it's not actual money. So she just turned $50 of nothing into $35 of real money. And so she's been doing this. Now, sometimes like last night we went she turned $35 into $300. Quite frankly, I mean, now she did that. She did she played the 35 and it ended up being like she had 75. Well, then she ended up taking another 50 of that she cashed that out took 50 of that went to another machine and turned that 50 into $300 Um, and so she's been doing this win or lose you know losing being that she didn't get $50 for her $50 she's got $25 for the 50 free play whatever hopefully you're following what I'm saying here but Basically, over the past two and a half or three months, she has turned this this technique into $1,100 of cash in her hand that she's keeping. She's, you know, I don't know if you'd call it up, but basically they, they give her free play. She plays it like I explained. And then she takes the cash that she got and left. What we used to do is just play it until it was gone. You know, it's like, okay, my free play is done. I still have $35. I'm going to play it and see if I hit the big the big one. You know, see if I can make more money. See if I can make more money. We don't do that anymore. We cash it out and we go home. The casino's not that far from us. And so it's a little bit easier to do that. Um you know, and granted, that takes a long time for that to add up, depending on how how much you win or what have you. But sometimes I'm not nearly as lucky as her, and I'm not getting I'm not getting the build up quite as fast as she is because I don't go as often. But you know, I'm up at about one seventy five over the last probably month. She's been doing this for about three months, and she's luckier than me. I, I'll turn 15 or $20 into $6 pretty quick, but um, she'll turn that 15 or $20 into $12 or $15. Um, and, but then the more you do this, then the more they give you. 
in free play. So eventually, I'll be getting $35, $40, $50 in free play. I'll probably turn it into you know $10, where she turns it into $35 or $40, and sometimes into $150. So she's a little bit luckier than I am. But it's pretty cool. Plus, plus on top of that, they give you free gifts. So she's she's getting at least one gift a week. Um, I'm starting to get some of the gifts. We got a comforter and we got a, you know, you get pots and pans and all these different things. The higher up you get, they give you, you know, they give nice things. Um, they probably get them for free or pretty discounted, but they're pretty nice things overall. Um, and then we get a shit ton of free food. I get $15 right now of free food. My wife's getting like $75 a week in free food. Some of it, you know, it's at really nice, they're really nice restaurant where it would cost 75 per person to eat there. So it's ridiculously overpriced and we haven't done that. But when you go to just their cafe or this or that, <clears throat> we get all these free meals. We breakfast, lunch, dinner. We could probably, right now at this at this point, we could probably eat eight or ten meals breakfast lunch or dinner a week for free between the two of us she's far far more than me so man we are getting our money's worth as far as the food is concerned granted now we end up having to be here quite a bit she has to pop over here you know first thing in the morning sometimes they offer it from three to six in the morning so she'll pop over here or seven in the morning, so she'll pop over here at like six in the morning to collect her fifty bucks uh, in free play. Um, sometimes they only offer it in the evening, so then she's got to pop over here. So she's really had to keep track of what they're offering and when. Um, but today, <laughs> today I picked her up, ran her over here quick uh, during her lunch break. And she went in there and she picked up her free gift and her free play. And today it was $100. So she got $100 in free play today. Um, she can't play it today. She'll, she'll have to play it uh, tonight or what have you. But So we're really on to, to something here and we're enjoying it. Unfortunately, the casinos become our second home. But we're enjoying it and we get free rooms now it's not that far from us and we haven't really had the opportunity with school and me working extra to pay off my student loans but i'll be done with school in four weeks completely praise the lord and uh you know after i pay off the student loans i won't have to work overtime at all and so i told her i go yeah we should we should stay in the hotel they say their hotel is worth 400 bucks a night. I don't buy that, but we haven't stayed in them, so I don't know yet. Um, anyways, just all these freebies. It's like a Vegas thing, but it's up the street. So we're really going to take advantage of that. I'll keep you posted to see if it, how this is going, but right now it's pretty awesome. Um, so that's, that's where I'm heading. Right this second, I'm pulling into the uh, casino garage <laughs>
All right, so I just wanted to um, get something out there for you guys. I wanted to tell you what's been going on with me and um, my thoughts on things. And so um, I will um, tell you guys peace out for, for now, and we will talk again soon. All right, take care.